Does Jim Comey deserve the death penalty? Mr. Reagan. So a few days ago, I'm watching Fox and Friends, a delightful morning news program. And this seemingly reasonable guy, Brian Dean Wright, comes onto the show and he says this. What do you think, if anything, should happen to James Comey then? What's your opinion on that? My preference? I'd love to see the death penalty. And boy, oh boy, I'll tell you, if I could flip the switch myself, I'd do it. Because these men are traitors. They absolutely assaulted not just the Trump administration, but your vote, my vote, and anybody who went to the ballot box in 2016, irrespective of who we voted for, they decided that they were going to choose the nation's political winners and losers. (laughs) I believe my precise reaction was, what the f***? Now, after the initial shock, both because of the stainless steel nature of the man's genitalia, as well as the suggestion itself, I had to take a minute to seriously consider what the guy was saying. And here's the thing. He might be right. Now, a lot of you guys will furiously be typing into the comment section right now. No, he, it's not that he might be right. It's that he absolutely is right. <laughs> but let's consider this for a moment. Let's consider it objectively, rationally, with level heads, with the Swedish call la gomme. So I have looked into the definition of treason. And actually, there are two primary definitions that need to be understood here. One is the dictionary definition, and the other is the legal definition. And we're not talking about the British or Zimbabwean legal definition. We need the legal definition here in the USA. So first, the dictionary definition. Treason, the crime of betraying one's country, especially by attempting to kill the sovereign or overthrow the government. Now, if James Comey was trying to subvert democracy, undermine the will of the people, remove a democratically elected president because of his own personal reasons or partisan whims, or maybe because he was following the orders of somebody else with such motives and intentions, well then this seems to be the dictionary definition of treason. However, this is annoyingly not the legal definition here in the United States. We will read out that definition and later answer the question, could James Comey face the death penalty? But first, I have to sell you something. Imagine if you had received a personal invitation to invest $50 in Uber when it was a startup. On IPO day, you could have made $248,250. That same $50 invested in Amazon before it IPO'd could have made you over $7 million. Mike Marcullo was Apple's first angel investor. On IPO day, his windfall was already 220,552%. But that was when Apple was only worth $1.8 billion. Think about how much Markula's net worth grew as Apple blazed a path to becoming the first $1 trillion company in U.S. history. And without him, iPhones, Apple Watches, iPads, and other devices that we use in our everyday lives may have never been invented. Look at these surprising returns from these popular startup companies. One of these earned 583,264% revenue surge. What would you rather be, an angel investor or an IPO investor? The choice is clear as day. How would you feel if you could lock in a ground floor opportunity in the hottest startups this year that everybody's fighting over? Fortunately, Shark Tank's Robert Herjavec and his team of ultra-successful angel investors are here to help deliver angel deals with life-changing upside delivered to you on a silver platter. Watch the free video at getangelrich.com or click the link in the description below to see how you can participate in these potentially lucrative deals before the mainstream finds out about them. That's getangelrich.com. All right, we are back to the show, so let's look at the legal 
U.S. definition of treason. The U.S. Constitution in Article 3, Section 3 defines treason as, quote, treason against the United States shall consist only in levying war against them or in adhering to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort. And that is it. Apparently, the founders very narrowly defined treason because they didn't want politicians claiming that anybody who disagreed with them committed treason. So despite the fact that what James Comey appears to have done is very clearly treasonous, it wouldn't meet the very specific definition of treason in the U.S. Constitution. So if he didn't commit treason and if James Comey is guilty of doing what I believe he has done, then what crime has he committed? Well, first, let's be clear precisely about what I believe James Comey has done. I believe James Comey desired to use his position as a director of the FBI to undermine democracy, to deny the will of the people, and instead to remove Donald J. Trump from office so that somebody that James Comey preferred would replace him. Not only this, but James Comey designed a plan to affect this desired outcome. And finally, and this is the worst bit, he took actions towards these ends. He abused his power as FBI director to instruct others to help him in his goal to remove the president. Or he might have been instructed to do this by another political partisan with the same motivations and intentions. Either way, this kind of treason, to use the dictionary definition, must be prohibited by some kind of constitutional law. So what law do we charge James Comey with? And furthermore, what might the consequence of that violation be? Could it be, as Brian Dean Wright suggests, the death penalty? So again, if not treason, what crimes can we charge James Comey with and the other co-conspirators involved in this coup d'etat? Chris Farnell was on Sebastian Gorka's radio show the other day, and he suggested sedition. And that seems legit. I think the actual law in the code is called seditious conspiracy, but I think that it applies. Joe Genova and Victoria Tunzing, they believe that he will be prosecuted for obstruction of justice. And that also seems totally appropriate. We've also got a clear perjury case and something called the color of law, which is basically the use of his authority as FBI director in order to break the law. And of course, disclosure of confidential information, which I think will be a very easy case to prove. But here's the thing. These are all pretty little crimes with little consequences. Most of them have a one-year or five-year sentence. I think sedition is up to 20. But still, these violations, they don't cut it. This coup was not a mere process crime. It wasn't perjury or obstruction of justice. James Comey did not just make an accounting error. James Comey sought to destabilize American democracy. He tried to turn our republic into an autocracy where the heads of state are chosen by himself and his fellow deep state operators. Puppet masters behind the curtain installing whichever leader they think might best push the country in whichever direction they desire. This is as serious a betrayal of the country as exists in the universe of possible betrayals. And we're going to get him for perjury? No, that is not justice. But here's the thing. The terrible truth is that because of the way our federal laws are currently written, if James Comey is guilty of a coup, then he may not actually be guilty of a serious crime. That is insanity. I did quite a lot of research while writing the script for this video. I actually read through all of the applicable U.S. code, and there just isn't anything in there that deals with this sort of thing. The Founding Fathers just never imagined that a single American or a small cadre acting purely for partisan or political reasons would try to undermine the foundations of our democracy, 
Or if they did imagine this possibility, they didn't account for somebody with as much power as James Comey. Remember, the FBI didn't exist back then. They didn't need to prescribe limits or consequences to the nefarious actions of an FBI director because there was no such thing as an FBI director. And so this is what I'm calling for. We need a constitutional amendment. We need to make a new legal category, subversion. We need to specifically define this law, denoting particular motivations and intentions. And finally, we need to ask ourselves, what is the consequence of subversion? Should we put Jim Comey to death? There are three considerations, I think, to this question. One, is the punishment just? Two, would death be an effective deterrent against future coup attempts? And three, what would the political cost be? The first question is philosophical. There is no right or wrong answer. This is subjective. It's your own personal belief. Do you think that somebody who acts to subvert democracy in the most powerful country in the world deserves to die? Now, I'll let you guys answer that question in the comments below. The second question is practical. Obviously, what James Comey did threatens the very fabric of our democracy. We cannot allow this to happen ever again. A strong deterrent must be established. Would death be the ultimate deterrent? Or might life in prison not be more of a deterrent? Again, I'll let you guys answer that in the comments below. Finally, the political cost. This is not an appealing topic to broach. Certainly, such important decisions should not be made as a matter of political strategy. Although here, I think the political ramifications are so severe that the matter must be addressed. Now, if we decide that such a betrayal demands death, then that is what we must establish as the consequence of the violation of this new law against subversion. However, if we put James Comey to death, it would be disastrous for Republicans politically. Despite the fact that James Comey's actions are indeed monstrous if they're proved to be true, despite that, we still all know James Comey. We've seen him on TV too much to perceive him as a monster. We've seen him speak in countless interviews and testify to Congress. The man comes across too well. He just seems like a mild-mannered bureaucrat, a regular guy. And despite the fact that seeming to be a regular guy doesn't actually mean you are a regular guy, there's no escaping the fact that this is the perception of most Americans. If James Comey was put to death, whatever his crimes, leftists would hate Republicans even more than they do now. Independents would suddenly become very wary of our party, and even moderate Republicans would lose faith. So because of this, I think that even if we're able to prove that Comey violated a law that requires him to be put to death, I think Trump would have to show mercy and commute his sentence to life in prison. And perhaps that's the best choice anyway. I actually believe that the ideal punishment for James Comey specifically is life in prison. This is because that for me, even though I do believe that he may deserve to die, I don't think that the death penalty would be as lasting a deterrent as life in prison. And the deterrent question, to me, that is the most important one. The death of James Comey would be a shock to the entire country, for sure. But the memory of this would last maybe a decade. However, much like a head on a spike displayed before the castle as a warning to everyone in the kingdom, James Comey, in federal prison for life, he would serve as a living example. It would remind everyone that this man's attempted coup failed. It was detected and he was caught and imprisoned. The system that our nation works under is too robust for this traitor. And anyone else who tries to subvert our democracy in the future will fail and they will meet the same fate as James Comey. As long as James Comey is alive, he will be interviewed and discussed and he will remain in the public consciousness. 
Whatever we're able to discover about the James Comey coup attempt and whatever we're able to charge him with, we must eternally be grateful to Donald Trump and the various good actors who exposed this plot. Under Donald Trump's leadership, this coup attempt is now being investigated and hopefully we will soon see justice. The fact that this was exposed will be, to some degree, a deterrent to those who would try such things in the future. But this exposure must be matched with serious punitive action. What good is the discovery of a coup if none of the players are punished in any way? Many of the people that I've spoken to about this are skeptical there will be any serious consequences. I, for one, I'm more optimistic. Donald Trump will be elected again in November and we'll have four more years to get something done. And if we hold the Senate and we take the House, we'll have even more power to do what needs to be done to stop this sort of thing from ever happening again. Whatever you think of Donald Trump, this is one promise that he's truly following through on. He is indeed draining the swamp. We live in exciting times, ladies and gentlemen. And remember, it's not that our liberal friends are ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so. Good night. President Washington began this tradition in 1790 after reminding the nation that the destiny of self-government is finally staked on the experiment entrusted to the hands of the American people. For our friends in the press who place a high premium on accuracy, let me say, I did not actually hear George Washington say that.